What's good, beer planners? We are back again for another episode of The Shit You Love, Topics You Find Interesting, and of course, us, because, you know, duh. So, without further ado, we are going to hop right into this. So, the first topic that we're going to talk about, I'm going to start off with a statement. Maybe y'all agree with this. Maybe y'all don't. I hate politics. Yeah. So, here's my thing, man. Politics does nothing, as far as I can see, in my short time on this earth, mm-hmm. but divide people based off of shit where if you got enough alcohol in them, you probably would find out they don't give a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, like, doesn't really get much done that matters to us. So, like, that's my stance. I don't know if y'all agree with me. Or if y'all don't, but I'm here for all the smoke today. That's clear. <laughs> to talk, clearly, to clearly. talk about you're a chimney at this point. Yeah, I'm here to talk about why politics sucks major donkey dick. So, wow, so isn't isn't a donkey one of the political party mascot? Yeah. Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> Double entendre. Kudos, kudos. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. I guess I'll bring this move because I 100% disagree. I think okay. politics is... See, this is what politics do. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. We're, all, we're already divided. <laughs> divided this friendship. is what we're talking about. <laughs> no, man. Like I, Again, like, people that know me know I'm, I pay attention to politics as close as I can, you know, with that stuff that's going on. But the biggest issue is that, man, people need to know about politics because half the problems we have comes from that. But people that will wide do we have bad funding or why are we over-policed or why is that my city doesn't have enough money and because they don't pay attention to politics, they don't realize that, yo, you're being shorted all of this stuff and they don't understand all the ins and outs. And people that always say all the time, well, why is it that we have all these elections and things don't get done? Because people don't vote, people don't believe that it works, and then the people that you guys have in office don't have your best interests at heart. So I'm like, if people actually pay attention and get active, you know what I'm saying? We would have a whole different scenario. Yeah. But a lot of times you let the wrong people get in office because people don't pay attention and we in bad situations. You know what I'm right. saying? Half the time people get in office, they run unopposed and they, they don't have the best interest oh, of us at heart. Okay, you know so I got a question. Who do you vote for when neither option is for the interest that you have? Can I speak on that for a second? Please. Mm-hmm. So, South Park had a brilliant episode. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. They, yo, where they had a class election, and they wrote in um, they wrote in a douche and a turd sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I like that. that's always your choices when it comes to politics, except for Barack Obama, and I'm not just saying that because I'm black. <laughs> I feel like he was a very poised... Now, I don't know Obama from a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? But like he seen, he gave off the the air of being a very poised, intelligent individual who isn't running office um, just for the sake of power. Trump, excuse me. Um, so, so I I think that I, I think that the whole. The whole politics thing is such an illusion. Like, it's such an illusion that yeah. real change is going to be made if this one person gets into office. Now, I'm not saying anything doesn't get done. Um, I've actually had something that impacted my life recently because of politics, because of Biden being in the office. Um, I mean, of course, it wasn't just him being in office, mm-hmm. but it was, it, it was a proposed plan that, through Congress, came through. Okay. Me out. Um, it, it was uh, they canceled my student loans mm-hmm. because I went to ITT Tech, and uh, okay. yeah, and they canceled my student loans. Why See, are you looking at me like that? Because it's so hard for me to get on my soapbox and hate about them not canceling student loans when there's <laughs> someone in the room who got their student loans canceled. But, <laughs> but, that's, but that's only because of, that's only because uh, in a in a very odd and strange way I was blessed to go to the I was blessed to in my blind um, search of becoming successful I thought that if I go to this particular place. I would, you know, get the feature that I wanted, and it turns out they were a whole shit can of 
Shasters. Which I remember having, I remember having that conversation with you. I remember being the one evangelizing almost, like right. going to college, right. because I was like, "Yo, you gotta, you know, this is the way, this is the path, and mm-hmm. all of that." And it's just like, you're like my son, Vader. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Come to the dark side, Luke. But uh, but so but it's certain things that politicians can do. But it's I think I think that. We need to stop relying on politicians to change our lives. You know that I 1,000% so, agree with. Can I just add something real quick? Um, you said something real important, like, you know, um, in terms of one person being in office or changing one person, but that's the thing when you pay attention to politics, you realize it's not just one person. You know what I'm saying? There's no one president. There's no one senator that gets anything done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the reality of it is you have to pay attention to the little stuff in the little elections because those are the ones that are going to make the difference. So when people pay attention to that, it's like, oh, all right, cool. You know, my representative so-and-so, he's in charge of this law. He's in charge of that bill. Like, we were just talking about earlier, like, off-brand about the whole abortion thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, those are local people that are doing that. It's not Very true. You know what I'm saying? And then the way this stuff works at the time, these bills get voted on. So no matter if you have the best president in the world... If it goes, if it can't get past the House or if it can't get past the Senate, it's not getting done. All right. But we are the ones that vote for them. You get what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. no, if right. we don't pay attention to politics and we let that part slide, mm-hmm. then yeah, we're going to be in the same and way. And I think that's correct. Right. And it's right. like, I think, oh, why, like, why ain't yeah. getting done? I agree. And I think, I think again, I, one thing I, I definitely agree with, like, you know, people um, for, people pay, pay way more attention to, like, the presidential elections instead of, like, your local elections. Mm-hmm. Like, one thousand you know, percent. Once in every two years. And that's real. And in reality, those are the ones that are going to be more impactful right. to the average, you know, your community of where you live. You and know? just to add to that real quick, my bad, man. No, but just to add to that, when they passed those voter suppression laws in Georgia, it was mm-hmm. done by one politician who signed that bill with his door closed. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't some big, grand, grandiose thing. Right. They bank on you not paying attention so they can mm-hmm. pass Oh, I agree with that, Phil. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo... Politics are super important. You know what I'm saying? That's how the civil rights stuff came out. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have that pressure, but if people don't pay attention to the politics, you can't apply that pressure because you don't know what's going on. Right. So, so I, I okay, so I, I do agree 1,000% in the sense that local politics has more of an impact on, like, someone's life than, say, national politics. Mm-hmm. And to even some extent, state politics. So that's a whole other conversation. I'll say this. So let's talk about a bit as as broadly as possible, like politics we may know a little bit about, which is like um, politics where we live. And we live in Baltimore City. So here's some supporting data. Approximately 90% of registered voters in Baltimore City are registered Democrat. Of the 90% that are registered voters, that accounts for about 25% of the total adult population in Baltimore City. So and you're talking about a situation where politics has such a, a critical impact on one's life, local politics, that is. How do you invoke change in a, such a one-sided uh, space such as Baltimore where the, the like, primary Democratic election is the de facto general election? And I'll add the caveat to that that Maryland is a closed primary state, which means that you have to be registered in that party in order to even vote in that primary. So now we'll say this in Maryland is pretty easy. All you do is go online and change your party to whichever side you want to vote for in their primary. Cool, fine. But at the same time, like how do we how do we even begin to reconcile something like that when we're conceding that local politics is so important to to our everyday lives? So you you asking like in terms of like the voting part of it like not so much the voting part but more so because I don't know that we have a voter suppression issue in our personal area mm-hmm. but in our personal area I, there there may be like a, a a lack of new and different ideas because here's well, the because here's the thing if everyone is is if nine out of ten people are Democrat. And I'm not saying Republicans are the bastion of like hope right. and change right. or anything like that by any stretch. But if nine out of ten people are Democrat, then there's going to be the same script we work off of, right? Well, I mean, with that, especially within Baltimore, like you have Republicans that run. The problem is the stuff that they run off of doesn't work for us. Do we you know, know what that? I'm I mean, just yeah. I mean, for me, I put this. Everybody, I can't say we. I'll say me. You know what I'm saying? I'll speak on my behalf. Like 
the ideas that they come across, like you can't do a tough on crime standpoint when you can't even get the own, your own police force straight. If your police got issues and they got corruption issues, how are you going to get tough on crime? You know what I'm saying? True. And going into, oh yeah, nobody's, and me personally, again, like I'm not for, um, I'm all for giving the police money, but making sure that they know what they're doing with it and they're using it in the right way. A lot of Republicans come off as, I'm tough on crime, take funding away, because I want to make sure that our taxes are lowered. And if that's not what the city needs, then people don't vote for that. But someone might say, to, to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to concede right here that it sounds like I have, like, the biggest MAGA hat on right now. <laughs> but this is just, I'm out. just, right, right, exactly. This is Yo, just, but this, this is just for the sake of conversation. Okay. This, 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 this is a real bit, what it really boils yeah. down to, so it's really, yeah. it's more nuanced. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It's just for the sake of conversation. But, like, someone may say, well, hey, when I look at crime data, um, under Martin O'Malley, the murder rate actually went down um, during those quote-unquote, tough-on-crime eras. Um, and when we brought in the likes of, say, um, um, SRB, Stephanie Rollins-Blake, and um, Brandon Scott, who is, is currently mayor, crime rate actually went up. Um, the best hair of and, mayor. True, and the best shape up. Uh, does he have Steve Harvey's bar yes, former does. barber? But anyway, like, so, so some, some, some may argue that. And so... And that's so. Like, how do you reconcile that? And then some may say, if you expand it out even further, well, one party, in this case the Democrats, have controlled the 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 politics in Baltimore City for the last fifty years, mm -hmm. and we see uh, the Inner Harbor deteriorating, with the exception of Harbor East. We see crime on the rise. But um, is it on the rise though? Because I feel like. They always try to make it seem like it's going up and up and up. When I look at like 96, 97, 95, the murders are nowhere near now what it was then. Right, but when you look at 2009, 2010, or, 2000, or if you go back to 2005, crime was on a downtick. Especially if you look at the murder rate. It was still higher than the right. national average. But then the issue is, again, but how accurate were those reported crimes? Because we've already established that we've had officers do unlawful, illegal, and wrong arrests. Which then results in the city paying all these money for lawsuits because you messed it up. I feel like that could be a straw man's poll, though, because it, it, we're using the same metrics today as we were in 2010, as we were in 1997. Right, but that's the thing. It wasn't as under. It wasn't. It wasn't under such a close microscope like it is now. Like now, all this stuff in terms of making sure police do their things the right way is now under scrutiny. Right. This wasn't the case back then. You know what I'm saying? Like. And even when they talked about the actual police deaths, it's within the past 10 years where they really started investigating shootings. And that was something they even went as far as the, the federal level. They were talking about we weren't recording how many wrongful deaths occurred by and police. And what we had to do to even get to that point. Like, we had to watch a man literally be killed for eight minutes. And mind you, mm -hmm. I mean, and even with that, like, that was one out of, like, what, 20, 30 that, like, made national right, that, news that, in, You know what I'm saying? Like, and think about that. If someone didn't happen to be walking by, happen to see that, and happen to have a, a working recording phone. No, no, no. It's more than that. You had an active firefighter saying you were killing them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you had. Well, I'm saying, so capture, like, I'm saying capture the moment at all. No, right, right. right yeah, right, I, think what, I think what DJ Vilas is trying to get at is that a, 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 a whole host of things had to align perfectly. Right. To, to be get the and on top of that on top of those things you talk about having to align you have people like people had to be stuck in their house in quarantine and forced to watch the news to see it right, right. Yeah. before that yeah. before the outrage and it's, it's, and happened so. I, and I feel terrible for for you know rest in peace George Floyd like to see I, I can't even watch the, like I've seen clips I never watched the straight up video Same. um I. I can't even imagine what that must feel like to, to, and he know, and he knew this guy, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That was part of the problem. Yeah, they, they were bouncers at a club together or something yeah, like that, right? And, uh, yeah, and, and he, and, uh, he, he kept saying, you know, like my mom coming home and stuff. But, um, the point I was about to get to was, um, going back to what I was saying earlier, there's a whole, you know, thing about using all this money to, you know, uh, reduce crime and all that kind of stuff. And, um, I, and, I, and 
that's another to me that's another illusion um i feel as though people themselves people themselves need to um find that thing in them to not want to commit a deadly crime you feel what i'm saying and i and i i hope for that day you know and um and I absolutely respect the fact that uh, Brandon Scott is, is proposing this whole thing, mm. whatever, whatever. Um, and I understand what they're trying to do. I really do. Um, but it's just, I, I always think that it, it should be people over politics. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I agree. Like, if this person, if a person wants to go out and shoot somebody, no amount of money is going to change that. No cop mm-hmm. is going to stop that. No, that person themselves has to be like, you know what, today this just isn't even worth taking somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's the, the thing that I, I, like, politicians are absolutely necessary because they control a factor of life that we don't see and we don't know anything about. It's just the fact that I, I just, uh, our, the illusion needs to be broken. A fact that they, like these people who are above us are going to save us. There's a theory mm-hmm. about one thousand percent. There's a theory about Lex Luger, um, the bad guy from Superman. Mm-hmm. Why he hates Superman? He hates Superman because Superman represents a um, a conditioning of the human mind that there's something above, no matter what we get into, that's going to save us. Now, of course, that that's God, you know, but but a, a physical thing that's going to be around that's going to save us from all our troubles. If you know that that's around, you'll never evolve. You'll stay a baby mentally for the rest but, of your life, and you'll never like it, it's no different than if you know that welfare is going to be out there, and you know that you can easily access it. Now, of course, welfare is absolutely necessary, but if you feel as though that's always going to be there, you you'll only strive so much in life. Um, you'll only do with so many things in life because you know that that's a safety net for you. See, I don't know, man. I think that's kind of a false narrative people push out. Not saying you. you know yeah, what I'm, yeah, I'm sure. talking about like more so, especially when I see the news. Because, I mean, again, I know a lot of people, and I'm one of the people I know personally, you know what I mean, that have been on welfare, and they've gotten off of it. They've mushed up. they got degrees. they got gotten houses. they they pushed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, a, a lot of people that start off on Section 8, that's because that's what you had. Welfare is what you had. You had to make that move. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of times... You'll hear, especially a lot of Republicans, they're like, well, yeah, we don't want to do that because they're not going to go anywhere. I'm like, no, you just don't want to pay that bill. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I mean, even look about, look, even look at how COVID was. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they couldn't go to school, but then kids didn't have laptops. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yo, at the end of the day, people need help. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely like, and I don't think that by assisting people, especially financially, that's just saying, oh, okay, be lazy. Because the reality of it is, Nobody is going to sit and starve. So it's either you're going to A, help them out the legal way and mm-hmm. let them do it, or you're not going to help them and then they're going to do it the illegal way and then you're really going to increase the crime because nobody's going to sit back and let their family starve. When Obama got into office, black people thought of him as a, like this, re- this weird like savior thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like The patron saint. Yeah, and I'm like... Um, I feel as though Obama is going to do things <laughs> differently because he's a he, he he's being a black man he sees things differently and I feel as though Biden was that way not only because he was a re, he was a civil servant but because he worked along um, Obama for so many years. Yeah, see that's where but I no disagree. No matter what Obama wants to do, he still has to get it passed. Oh yeah, absolutely. So but I see, mean, that's a, but see, that's another thing. What I'm saying, whether you're a politician, you're still a person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like you were going to say, the it still has to be passed, right? Mm-hmm. So as a person, if you have your own agenda of I don't give a fuck who you are. Like if mm-hmm. if, if you got if you're if you're trying to get affordable health care, if you're a Democrat, I'm not going to push that through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so I think you do speak to, I just want to say this real quick, you do speak to something that was interesting about 
the Obama days, and they were like Mitch McConnell was fairly straightforward about this. Like, look, we're going to do everything possible to make sure he's a failed president. It had nothing to do with whether the policies or the politics Absolutely. made Absolutely. sense. And they're still doing it, that now. Though. It had you know been, right, like, and so I don't know. And going to the humanizing part, I don't know that a Mitch McConnell. Or who I affectionately call Turtle Face. Um, uh, I hate that mess. <laughs> I hate that man. bone in my body. I don't know that the Mitch McConnells and the other like rank and file Republicans knew that this would become the stance for the next you know era of politics in, in, in at the federal level. But essentially, what wound up happening is exactly that. Now you have this thing where when. Republicans aren't in power when Democrats have the majority, how narrow it may be. It's we do everything possible to make sure that Democrats aren't successful. Then we can run on how unsuccessful they were. We get in power. And then right. when they get in power, then no it's bucks. the Democrats. Right. And then it's the, they do everything and they can. But and the Democrats do what they can to say, look at the fuck shit that the Republicans are doing. They do everything in their power to stop them from doing things. And then you rinse and repeat. But and see, no, I that's feel where like, I'm like, it's a I don't circle. care about it's politics. It's a, it's, it's, it's like a constant like, <laughs> cycle of the same bullshit. So that's right. why, like, you know, you know, even though I think, like, you know, a lot of us don't pay enough attention to this stuff, I get why some a lot of people try to avoid it because it. I can see why the average person is disillusioned because you know it's like mm-hmm. you know you keep seeing like no matter who's in office, like you keep seeing a same you know it's like it's, a, it's a, like you said rinse cycle repeat. It's like it's the same kind of thing, you know. And I get it; for some real major change to actually occur, it's a combination of like people need to a be more, well, either the actual people need to pay more attention, or like you know, on on all levels with the elections and shit. Because people being pe- people being like motivated and really wanting to commit to like change, you gotta be able to put the right person or the right people in office. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because a lot of us are so disillusioned. Um, from politics, it just doesn't happen, and, and, and people don't really get people don't really pay attention until the extreme shit happens. Right, right. hence mm-hmm. Trump. You know what so, I mean? <laughs> the only thing I would add to that too is that I don't feel like they're exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, like, definitely not. I feel like that's where my issue is with Demo- I mean, with Democrats, I feel like Democrats are too friendly because I can agree when the public is in office, they do what they want, when they want, how they want, but then. When the Democrats get in, they start talking. Oh well, let's try to be bipartisan. Let's try to figure some stuff out. Like I don't even know if you guys remember when Biden was first running. That was this whole thing. Oh, we're gonna work together. Mm. And then he realized that wasn't happening. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, yo, right? But Democrats right. always do that. And that's my issue, even with some of the black people now. That you know, I know that a Republican is like, yo, it's like, all right, well, cool. I'm gonna try to be bipartisan. I'm like, yo, but one side really has active policies that's gonna hurt you. Only one side is doing voter suppression right now. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not a bipartisan thing with that. Right. And I feel like, yo, if you logically look at what policies are going to be for you versus against you, then cool. But I feel like that's my biggest issue when people when people don't pay attention to politics. It's like, yo, I really feel like you don't know the ins and outs because, again, you can have that Democratic president, but then if your governor's a Republican and he doesn't want to give you the money, you know what I'm saying? Right. You're still in the same situation. I mean, even with the mask stuff, like, remember, they were like, we're going to leave it up to the states. Mm. So, depending on how your state is, it's depending on what you're going to get. You but, all right, so here's my here's my thing. And I, so, my, my thing is this. And I don't recommend anybody take the stance that I personally have. Like, I don't think that should be a broader stance that, like, massive amounts of people take, which is, I, like, I'm to the point where now I'm going to look at, like, each race on a ballot. And if there's no one that represents my interest, I just won't vote in that race. Right. I'm not for the you got to vote for the lesser of two equals person. I'm just not. I, I just don't agree with that for myself personally. Um, and again, I don't think everyone should adopt that. But like that's just my stance. Um, my thing is this: I don't think that I, the issue that I have isn't politics in and of itself. The issue that I have is the over reliance on this like savior, like kind of like the 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 allegory that DJ Vilas brought up about Lex Luthor and why he hated Superman. It's this, we're waiting for this savior to come and save us from the fuck shit that is American politics and like poverty and whatever. And my thing is, is like, I think that there's things like that we can do that, that, that like our political infrastructure just isn't built to do. Like they can't do because there's rules that prohibit them from doing it. So like, you know, I think that we got to think outside of the box. So like, like, 
local to us and I get people who aren't from here who's listening to this won't understand it but we got like squeegee boys right yeah yeah and squeegee boys are demonized a lot because some of which is deserved because some of them be doing some wild shit but some of which a lot of which isn't deserved because these are just kids out here trying to figure it out with with no guidance right and so like one of the things we could do is we could maybe, maybe we maybe we like take people like that like are amongst us that understand things like how to you know, invest in the stock market or how to invest in general. I won't say in the stock right. market, but right. how to invest in general. And we take these kids and we show them how to do it right. yes. because they already got transferable skills. The fact that they're out on a corner just trying to earn a That's couple of dollars, of yeah. it shows a level of discipline. Absolutely. It shows a level of uh, of entrepreneurship mm. and it shows a level of like, it, and it shows that they like are willing to go out and get it mm. in a way, but they just, they just need the guidance and, and, and everybody at a young formative age needs some level of guidance. Our government just can't do that because they're not they're not fit to do that. Right. They're not, not they're not it's, it's not it's not like organized to do that. The you know the government is more of a referee. And so that's not like a, a like talking down on the government. That's yeah. just more so saying they're not built for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That it, you know in a way yeah. that like an engineer isn't isn't Built to like perform brain surgery, yeah. so and it's just not designed. For that. So, yeah, so, that's not what it so that was that's my issue with policies that people become so over reliant on it. It's like who's the next mayor? Who's the next governor? Who's the next this and that? Like, I know plenty of Democrats in in the state of Maryland who like voted for Larry Hogan twice. Yeah, kind of like kind of like how people voted for Trump. They mm-hmm. vote for Larry Hogan and then pretend like they didn't. Exactly. No one, uh, you, you know what I mean. And it's just like. So I just I just think that like when it comes to those things we need to not over rely on it and wait like oh well the person that I don't like didn't get in the office so I'm gonna wait four years do absolutely nothing and in the meantime and then pray and so hope that, that everyone t- you waste a lot of time waiting exactly I, and, you know what I'm saying like it's just like like instead of I, I mean I'm not saying people do this but it's just the theory that instead of waiting for Instead of waiting for the minimum wage to go up, just work anyway, and then you'll get you you'll get some type of wage. You, you want to so, but I feel you I sh- yourself out there so, some type of way. So not to cut y'all, so yeah. y'all want to hear a funny conversation I had with um, the top aide of a state a state senator in Maryland about minimum wage. Okay. okay. All right, I'm gonna keep this quick. My thing is this: with minimum wage, minimum wage right now is what seven dollars an hour or some shit mm-hmm. like that. You might have just, didn't he just increase no, it? No, to $7 an hour. Yeah, I thought he yeah. fucked it up. I could be wrong. Minimum wage? Yeah, something Minimum like that. Minimum wage is like $12 an hour. All right, yeah, whatever it is. We, I think, I think actually it might be, I think it might be 15 All right, well, 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 this is, that's just Maryland or is that? Either way, this isn't, this isn't the podcast, we'll this wage. isn't the podcast, the PhD. We'll just, <laughs> it, 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 it's some non-livable wage, right? right. Yes. And so Absolutely. I wound up, I wound up having a conversation with, with a state senator who shall remain nameless. And I was like, well, hmm. What if, like, have y'all ever thought about, like, attaching um, minimum wage to, like, economic markers like um, like the cost of living index mm-hmm. or, like, inflation and things like that, mm-hmm. and then setting a floor? Mm-hmm. So what I mean is, in a scenario like right now, if, and this was a few years ago, mm-hmm. so this was pre-COVID, but in a scenario like right now, if inflation is going crazy, minimum wage automatically adjusts up. Mm-hmm. You don't need legislative action in order to change it. Right. But then who's going to front that, though? But in a weird scenario where there's stagflation, where, like, like inflation is on a, it, has a neg- there's a negative inflation, you don't decrease m- minimum wage. Right. And the the reply, and I, I heard your, your question, yeah. and I, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation, but, like, <laughs> I the, the, but the, rea- the response was, well... If we did that, then we wouldn't have the influence over over minimum wage when we needed to talk about it. It was all about wow. no, I feel electability. You yeah, electability. It had nothing to do no, with and, solving and the that's, problem. That's 100% and that was such an eye-opening conversation yeah. because it was like, well, this isn't even about solving the problem. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, and he was a Democrat, but maybe this person is like, you know, an anomaly. I don't think no, that he not is, even though. like. I don't think that he is though. So like, my thing, my thing is this: if we know that this is the case, 
cool. We can try to influence elections and elect the people, and, and people should turn out and vote as they as they see fit. But we can't only do that, right? Like, oh, okay, yes. I feel you, and I mean, but to even go off of that though, well, two things. Just to go back to your last Luther reference, sure. Yeah, he hated Superman, but he was also fucking up the city. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> right, right, true, true, true. That's very true. That's very true. You, you shocked me. You shocked me. <laughs> I mean, so it's easy about. I don't even like Superman. Like, I'm a Batman. <laughs> right, right, right. But I say that to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, people always want to throw shots at the government, but the reality of it is, we'll never. You need the government because you'll never have people all on one accord. How, That's how, very true. How bad, or how long, and how intense was the debate that we had just to wear masks? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't even get people to decide as a whole. If it's a good idea or bad idea, well, let alone trying to get long, like intricate thought policies out. Yeah, you know I mean, but even on top of that, like the reality of it is, yeah, you can work all of these jobs, but the policies are the policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, you got to have somebody in place to take care of these policies, and that's going to be done through voting. And to your point, that's a fucked up politician. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. If somebody does that. And them out so that we can get his ass out. But if we don't know that, then we can't. Now, I'm not saying tell you who that person was, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, no. But it's like, all right. But it's like a chicken in the egg question, right? Is it that he himself is inherently a fucked up politician, or is it that he himself went into the and saw them how the machine worked and was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. But my, I need to get along. I need to yeah, get along to get along. But keep in mind though, you know who is doing that, or who? But they, they're trying to do, but they're really bad at it. Republicans, like that was Trump's whole running platform. I'm going to drain the swamp. That was his whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And they, because people feel like, yo, I want to get these guys out. I want people that's going to work in my best interest. But we have to figure out who they are. And that's one of the biggest things that Trump ran off of. And that's honestly, in my opinion, one of the reasons why he won. Because people thought that's what he was going to do. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Are- so it's like if people are able to find that out. Then they'll act on it. But mm-hmm. if you don't pay attention to politics, you won't know. Well, see, and you're gonna keep getting scammed over and over. This and is what I again. this is what I'll say okay. about about Trump. And that like stuff has already been said or whatever, whatever. As an American, I didn't want Trump to win. Right. But but when he won but in a weird way, before I even knew who he was, I was I was curious about him because this was somebody different. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a different... It wasn't a politician. And he wasn't selling you like a politician. So, I mean, of course, you know, when he got in the office... And even when he got in the office, when I first heard that he won, mm-hmm. I wasn't... He, I was just like, let's just see what he does. Well, I was terrified. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> I, mean, I was <laughs> terrified. But I, didn't, but I didn't know. And I'm like... Let's just see what he does. I mean, I, I don't know anything about the man. That's like getting but a that's fucking like, teacher to be a surgeon. It's like, like, you do not know what you're doing. But you can like, say that, like, that but, 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 well, you can say that about uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. He was, a, uh, he was a wrestler who became a governor. You can say that about mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was the Terminator mm-hmm. who became a governor. But you're we not in charge of nuclear codes. That's true. You can fuck up a budget. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you got people else will help you with that. <laughs> you're right. not dealing with... definitely on a different scale, but my point is... My point... My point is, um, with, uh, just talking about Trump, uh, people, I think a lot of people just got sick of, of this. Well. Yeah, it's just it, because it's I the agree. same thing over and over and over again. But that's because gonna, we don't vote them out and we don't pay gonna, attention. Well, I'm just saying that we, it, it, it's the same thing we've experienced since we've been born. We, when you want to get elected, you go around everybody. You want to shake everybody's hand. You, you're going to do all the stuff for us. Mm-hmm. You're going to do everything. Yeah, you make all these false promises, and then nothing gets done. And then it's accepted that nothing So, gets prime done. example, we'll, do, we'll choose Obama, right, with his health care plan, right? He was like, yo, I want to get affordable health care. That's my goal. That's what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. right? So, everybody voted for that, right? Why everybody voted for him? He got in there, actively tried to get this shit done. But then what happened? The Senate like, nah, nah, Chad, we ain't letting that slide. Or we, we have to make it a version that benefits us for the slide. You know what I'm saying? So again, we put him office, but we didn't vote for all these people that's going to be under him. So then we run into the same problem, but then people turn around and be like, oh, why is it still the same situation? Because we didn't do shit to fix the problem. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, if you don't do anything to fix the problem, you don't pay attention, then you're going to keep getting scammed and you're not going to know. It's like signing a bad contract. Yeah, you can sit back and be like, yo, why don't I have any money? But if you don't do the work to figure out what's in your contract, you're going to keep getting scammed over and over and over. Well, it sounds like you're talking about student loans. (laughs) (laughs) But see, see, that's why I'm always more about is people over politics. You brought up mask earlier, right? Mm-hmm. When we said nobody knows what's right, what you know. But as an individual person, you'd be like, I, I'm gonna wear a mask. This, this, you know, um, whatever politician it is, they have to decide. They, they have to do what's because I'm all for mask. I don't. I'm all for mask. Right. Um, this uh, politician has to be like, or whoever, yeah. whoever's in charge. This we're in a pandemic. I don't know anything. I'm speaking as a person. Now. I right. don't know shit about pandemics. I'm not right. a fucking doctor or whatever. Right. If it is statistically proven that masks can 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 stop the spread of anything, if you even look at the history of pandemics in the world, look at Japan, look at um, what's that? Uh, Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Look at all that stuff. They 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 wore face coverings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That person. Has to do has to do their due diligence to do research and and just decide, just decide that hey, we should wear a mask. And then another person would be like, you know what? I want to protect my, I want to protect myself. I'm gonna wear a mask. But part of the issue was that. I'm sorry, but no, yeah, part I'm of the not. issue, part of the issue with that is that. This happened at the same time we were still trying to figure out what was going on when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying when the Rona first came out. Nobody knew. So it's like, yo, what do we know that's going to help stop the spread of this stuff? You know what I'm saying? Or that can help at least be a barrier. So you're going to do the same thing you do for everything else. Wear a mask, wear gloves, wash your hands, because we know in general, in terms of stopping diseases, this stuff generally works. Right. You know but what I'm you, saying? So it's like, it's again, it's almost like, it's a bad analogy, but I almost look at it like having sex with a con. It's like, yes, can you still get sick with it? Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is it guaranteed to stop something? No. But guess what? It gives you a barrier. And the fact that as people we couldn't agree on that because again I'm still waiting for somebody to give me the downside or the detrimental side to wearing a mask in terms of outside it makes you uncomfortable right it doesn't give you heart attacks it doesn't kill you so the fact that we had to have this whole some of them quite stylish <laughs> right well, mine, did, mine didn't match my outfit so no. <laughs> there's a downside so don't wear it so don't wear it right but the fact we had to have this whole goal like it's almost like it's weird. It's a political statement, and, and, exactly. and it shouldn't be exactly. And that's be, and that's because things have become so extreme now. I think if with um, like the fact that almost almost everything is politicized to a degree, and I think it's but when did that start? That did not start. I mean, it's always I mean, been under, it's been always been under lurking the I surface, like, I guess. But you know, obviously the uh, the twenty the twenty sixteen election with Trump, exactly. I think that it just, it just really brought some shit that was under kind of like bull underneath the surface in America. To the forefront and that made shit, everything so extreme. Sure. Well, well, well is- speaking of like things that kind of happened around that time, and like I think we're talking more about like a lot about like the structure of society and how society feels that things should be. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that kind of occurred around 2016, 2017 was the arise of cancel culture. All and my s- balls are in a knot right now. Wow. <laughs> Sounds painful. Oh, well, Jeremy Piven. Um, <laughs> so let's 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 lay out a foundation real quick. So Wikipedia um, actually defines can, which actually goes through great lengths to make sure the information is valid. But that's a whole mm-hmm. other conversation. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia defines cancel culture as. Um, a contemporary phrase used to refer to a form of um, obstructionism in which someone is thrust out of the social or professional circles, whether it is online, social media, or in person. And so, like, the subject of that is said to have been um, canceled. And yes, I cannot read. That was <laughs> ostracism. I so bad, someone, man, someone is ostracized. No, please, please, please. Be so right, right, right. I'm sorry, Miss Greer. Oh, <laughs> but gracious. so, so to that, I will ask a, I will pose a fairly open-ended question, fellas. And what are your thoughts on cancel culture? I think it's necessary. Oh. I mean, okay, like, yo, because 
I mean, for me, right? I'm I'm looking at it from more so like, especially for the racial aspect of it. I feel like this is one of the few times that people have actually have gotten out and done stuff. I mean, granted, sometimes people take it so take it too far. I mean, I I fully acknowledge that. I mean, absolutely. But like, I feel like it started off with the good intentions of holding people accountable for doing dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like with the Clippers CEO dropping his M bombs and having to deal with stuff. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Between like the Gucci guy doing the the blackface stuff and they had to deal with their issues, you know what I'm saying? And there's been multiple people outside of that, but I feel like to get people, people have finally gotten active because I feel like for, before that, for the longest time, it's always been all right. Well, when are we gonna do something? When are we gonna do something? Mm-hmm. When are we gonna do something? And now people are finally doing something. And they're like, oh no, stop doing something. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel like the the drawback to that is everybody tries to hide their BS under cancel culture. It's like, you'll sit back and you'll try to dag when they rape a chick and then you get held accountable. It's like, oh no, cancel culture's after me. No, cancel culture is coming for you because you did something. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. right, you pulled your penis out after she said no. Exactly. You should like, be yo, canceled. But, like, right. Yeah. But I, I think the problem is the barometer of for what you'll get canceled on is so ridiculous now. Like, I, I've always said that I, I guess cancel culture in its own way is necessary, but necessary to like the example you gave. If so, if Bill Cosby should never be, um, should never be um, what's the word celebrated again right. ever, because while he has done great things as far as the movement of African American comedy, entertainment, and the culture, mm-hmm. behind all of that, he was a serial rapist. So, when you find out the guy's a serial rapist, that really does erase all of his accomplishments. Eh, what do you do? That was the same question. I knew where you were going with that. What do you do with Thomas Jefferson, then? Or half the presidents, for that matter. I didn't mean to step on your plate. No, no, no. It's fine. I think that's different just because he's dead. You know but he still no, but he had some slaves and he was touching some kids. No, I, so I mean, I understand. allegedly, no, no, I understand <laughs> that. But I, I think it's a, it's a different thing because he he's dead. You know so and he can't and he and but we still point, he can't be he can't be held accountable for for what he's done as opposed to somebody like Bill Cosby who's still alive. Um, so do you still celebrate him? That's the thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how do you define celebrating? I don't know. So I, I, I think that, like, to me, I think there's some some good that has been, like, that cancel, uh, quote unquote, cancel culture has been brought. I, and to be fair, I think the term cancel culture is just a catch all for. Yes, it's, it's just, oh, it's, oh, just oh, another, right. it's just another um, label. Yeah, it's it, there's all sorts of nuances within it. Like, the, the like, Women being placed in a situation where you know they either chose, they either did, or felt like they had to do wild shit in order to advance in their career, or not have a career at all. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a choice, right? right. Um, I, you know, things like that is is all like wrapped up in this like you know greater umbrella called cancel culture. And so I do think that some good has come out of it, Absolutely. but I do think that much like a lot of things, some negative aspects have come out Definitely. of it. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, I remember hearing on another podcast, um, Jeremy Piven give the account of what happened with him, mm. um, you know, and, and my brain is a little hazy on, on what happened with him, but he just kind of got caught up in, you know, the, the tsunami that was happening at the time, mm-hmm. like, uh, or even Aziz Ansari. Right. He just had right. a he exactly. just he Time just had a exactly. terrible date. Like he he just wasn't the smoothest of people. Right. But you also like to also like you know that I read that article. I read that entire article. It was Me pain. Too. It was painful to read. But I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it never it. did. And, and so like to to start an article off complaining that he didn't offer. He offered like white wine instead of red wine or whatever it was. Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh. Right, like you rapist, you like it, it's just kind of it. It was kind of weird oh, from let's the beginning. Not forget the biggest me to misspeaker of all, Terry Crews. Oh, did, was that debunked? Was there when he said that the dude grabbed his penis and hey, you know what to do? Yeah, he, he said he grabbed his dick, and I'm like. 
Doug, you 6'4". Yeah, man, uh, like, well, it was a, so it was, a, I think, a, I think if I remember correctly, the story was the dude was like some Hollywood producer. And that's the thing with, you know, with people who work in Hollywood, right? It's like, you know, I guess you, I guess, you know, there's always a saying that like people in Hollywood like have to sell their soul or like cancel their integrity and morals. And see, which because, it, which may be to a degree true. But, but that's think, a choice. Not like, yo, and again, I'm not talking about women for this, right? Because I understand women's thing is a little different. Mm. But, Especially for guys, yo, you a grown man, you got a choice. Yeah, you know I mean, that's like but legit. That, yeah. Like you can always, All right. yo, you I'm always a, say no, move that head away, or punch him in his face. You know I'm a, so I'm gonna shoot Terry Crews some some bail because you can't like. I get what you're saying, but you're coming from a perspective where that code is, like, he was in a world where that code is different. You can't just punch people in the face like that. That's the whole Will Smith right, thing, right? Dream, you can't just touch me either. Right, you, you, right exactly. But, like, I, and, you know, I get it that, like, you know, black culture has had their beef with Terry Crews in recent years, but, like, but like all right so if like i don't know if you are trying if you're like a prosecutor in, in like you know like the state's attorney's office and mm-hmm. the top prosecutor walks up to you and grabs your dick like that's a power dynamic that's kind of weird, right? But because I feel like as a man, though, no, like yo, you you want to stand up and say something. That's really how you, you feel. You could, but then, but then, what happens when the soft when the soft things happen? Where it's like they're not outright saying, "Oh, Brandon, you're fired. You're no longer an ASA here." But they're like, but like as as like you know, promotions come by, like you no longer, happens. you no longer, you get passed up. And as the big cases come down, you no longer get the big pay cases. Like You're suddenly stuck anyway, on though. the traffic circuit. You know what I mean? Right. But, but so like, I, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think some good has come out of it and like, it has put people on notice that like, all right, I can't do wild shit. And like, right. this isn't normal. Right. Yeah, true. And it's made us rethink I, what normal I, is. I think, yeah. True. But but on the other hand, I do think that there have been some extremes that have taken been taken, and I do think there's been some people that have sought to take advantage of it oh, yeah, and abuse it in a Absolutely. way to benefit themselves. Yeah. And that abuse has like sullied the movement. Yeah. So to speak. And that's why you have that now you have politicians actively saying stop cancel culture. You're like, yeah. you know, which is a little weird in the stuff that that's become a, again a political issue. And I think that's ninety percent of because they want to do what they want to do. Exactly. Exactly. True. Yeah. I mean that's really what it boils down to. Because I mean like But I think but I think with the people who I guess like are hating so much on the movement of cancel culture now, the reason is because, you know, it's now it's like little shit like well I guess it, it's all relative and subjective what you define as little shit. But you know, something you tweeted as like a t- as a, thir- as a fourteen year old you know, now come, you know, now resurfacing. Now, you know, yeah. and, and that can ruin your career. Right? They tried so, to get Patrick Mahomes like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, now, granted, you know, it all depends. You know, certainly, it all depends on what you said. Of course, certain things are like, you know, just off. All right, awful to say. You know, what I mean, and you should be. Like, yeah. But you I know, mean, I mean, I wouldn't now. But on the flip side, like, you know, if I'm like a a, a teenager who said something stupid on Twitter, you know, what I'm saying, then it comes up t- ten years later. And like a job interview when they do like a deep dive in your social media. But what about if you're a you should you should not be you shouldn't like I mean I guess it all depends again what you said specifically. Right. But you know But what about if you're a teenager that that has that like uh what's that what like Ryan World, right? I don't think he's a teenager yet, but like we've all done dumbass shit as kids, right? So what if you just laying in your bed one night and you have a thought? That's another problem with all of this stuff, like it's so prominent now that celebrities are getting in so much trouble because before you had you had you go through an agency you have a, you had a little pl- uh, a publicist mm-hmm. where they like look you keep whatever you just said here now it's no media training now right now it's, it's just you could be at home like having a thought and you're just like well I feel as though I have to say something and you say something stupid and then you you get and then someone else catches it but um. I'm just going to piggyback off what you said real quick. Um, I don't understand when... First of all, anything man-made is imperfect. So, the, while the movement of, of cancel culture and the purpose of it definitely has its merit, it, it's definitely become something that's so out of control, like mm-hmm. all these things are. But um, I just don't understand this whole thing now of when... We were there's a there's this this expectation of us, not us, 
celebrities to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand that, and I don't understand why. If you work so hard, try, I mean, and, and I'm separating from doing something awful, awful, awful stuff. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you may say, nigger or something. Mm-hmm. And by the way, not even nigger like today. Like nigger in 2014. But I think it depends on, A, who you are. And, like, cause I mean, again, like, yo, so prime example, right? Like, with Joe Rogan. I, you guys don't have to speak on this if y'all want to. You know what I'm saying? But, like, for me, I think it's interesting because you said what you said. But if he has black friends, which I know he does. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it is going to be issues. It's going to be like, yo, like, why did you think it was cool to say? Yeah, you know I mean, because again, like, you and this, and a lot of it is under the context of what he said. Mm-hmm. Like, I get you was trying to say a joke, but my thing is, you knew who you were around and you were trying to be funny. Why did you That's think that was cool? That's a good point, too. You get what I'm saying? But, so it's like, but, but, and to be, and not, I'm sorry, just to add to that point, sure. though, like, sometimes what you say does matter. Because if you said, you could drop in bomb and be, in Trump world and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But you can't be a white person, drop an N-bomb, and then be Jim in the NAACP or have a position in the NAACP. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that's, it depends on the context of what you're doing. Does that mean that you can't be forgiven? No. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, everybody deserves some grace. You know what I'm saying? Like, and again, with Joe Rogan, I'm pretty sure that he probably feels differently now. Absolutely. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't think that he's racist or nothing like that. You know no. what I'm saying? But, Yo, you still said some messed up stuff, so we got to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? And if you really are apologetic about but it, do we? cool. But yeah, because the reality of it is, how many people really get canceled? Like in general, like for good? Not, not really. That exactly. You got, so at the same time, yo, like yeah, maybe somebody, maybe. somebody saying dumb shit on, on Twitter or whatever, like doesn't have any bearing on my life, unless unless it's like Tommy Hilfiger. Who's the one that said That's kind of that came out to be not true, too. Yeah, well, that's, 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 been that's been the what, bump. That's what I'm but saying. But the same thing story back in the 90s was, yeah. But I feel as though it, it's so many people out here know that they won't achieve a certain level of status in life. Like, right. they won't mm-hmm. achieve being Eminem, who, who is, is a pretty accomplished rapper. And also never said the N-word. <laughs> While we're right. at it. Right. While if you can't latch on to that, I'm going to latch on the fact that you talked about beating up your girlfriend or whatever because yeah. because I, I'm i not about this Eminem wave anyway. So I'm going to latch on to this to try to have some bearing on your life because yeah. I'll never be... I'll never be considered one of the greatest rappers to ever live. I might not even be the greatest fry cook to to work in my company. Mm-hmm. But if I know that I have some impact by making some stupid ass video, which is of terrible quality anyway, yeah. that I know that I have some influence on the fact that I feel this way and how I feel is going to impact your career. I have some validity in my life that I matter. To you. But I think everybody agrees, which is going to agree with you that you do have haters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but like, I think that is a little different, but it kind of can tie into that. Because, I mean, I see how they can go together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have somebody that hates and then use cancel culture to have that go on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and but I brought up a real quick interesting question that I want to ask you guys. Because mm-hmm. um, you brought up a good point about once you do something, everything that you've done up until that point gets wiped away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. does that really count? Because especially in terms of music, some of the best artists that I could think of has have had some situations that caused them to be in cancel culture or mm-hmm. close to Absolutely. Mm-hmm. From Michael Jackson yep. to Prince to R. Kelly to who else? I'm sure some of you guys it's, it's yeah. But my yeah. thing is, so then do you stop listening to their music? You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, makes it, it makes it hard to listen to their music. Absolutely. Honestly. Like I used to be, I, I like the baby a lot. Cause like until he said, well, I was just gonna say until he said that thing about you know the AIDS thing. No matter if he meant it or not, like it, it made me see him differently. It made me not want to necessarily want to listen to his music like that. I mean, I, I plus think, you know, I, I think, I think, I think, because you know, it's all about putting money in. You know, do you feel like now? Granted, us streaming music isn't really putting much money in these artists' pockets, right? Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. that's what it all stems from. Like, you know, that's you know, the people who are this argument on the flip side. Like, how can you still listen to this person because you're still supporting them? You know, you're still 
that you're still downloading their song, let's streaming their song, uh, viewing their video on YouTube. You know what I mean? So even though it's a minute kind of, I guess, support, you know, you, you, I guess the whole thing is if, if someone's like truly done something that you, with your, with your moral code out, because everybody's moral code is different. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so whatever morals that you have, if, you, if somebody you, you know, listen to or, you know, if you're a fan of an author or you're a fan of this actor, you love their work and you find out they've done something that's absolutely terrible, like, you know, how can I guess the argument is how can you in whatever whether it's, whether it's big or small how you still support this person but say you don't like what they did right yeah I, and and I, I I understand that I think that like it the, the moral of the story is it comes down to like the dynamics of what it is that you you know what you if you're gonna continue to consume someone's art based off of that or whatever or choose to like not do it based off of like that like that's just human nature like yeah. and that's not to diminish the fuck shit that some exactly. some people have done like Roman Polanski and R Kelly and all of that but that's just more so to say that like the, it's more complex than we like to admit that exactly. it is yes. like like do you cancel like for example like one of my favorite rappers Jay-Z has a verse has a bar in um Hard Knock Life where he talks about like you know, uh, we don't borrow block. Uh, we don't own blocks. We borrowed them, burn them down, and have you can have it back, Daddy. Yeah. Like he's ba he's literally talking about going into you know a black community, essentially taking that block, selling off what you got to sell off, profiting from it, and then leaving it damaged. Like, yeah. do you do you cancel him for that? Probably not, because it's yeah, just yeah, art. Yeah, like, but that's just reality. So I, I give you one better than that in terms of complexity to me, like. Um, Triple H at one point asked for us to sell a video where he used blackface. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, yeah. Like, yeah. It was The Rock. That was classic. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. But it was in the gimmick of wrestling. So now do we cancel him for that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, that yo. That whole crew. Exactly. The you whole know what I'm crew, saying? yeah. Like, yo. Ms. R. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, right, and they, like, they they definitely use black tropes, like you oh, know, exactly. like, like yeah, and and I remember being a kid and laughing at it. Exactly, I think it was funny. You know what I'm saying? And then but, when you, but you grew up and you're like, wait, that was kind of. Like, so, I don't know. I watched it recently and still laughed at it. But that's like, what I'm saying. Know, like, yo, like, I, I didn't get mad when I saw it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought it was funny. So and I was like, yo, so, but do you cancel that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, but it's, maybe it's the maybe we're being influenced to be upset about this stuff too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, good point. Like, like. like you're right. We weren't mad about it then. So we're all being Will Smith? <laughs> Is that what you're huh? saying? So we're all being Will Smith right now? No, I think what you I I think I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, because the dominant narrative today right. is, you know, that you should be, you're supposed to be upset when this happens. That like you don't you don't have the space to think about the nuance of it. You don't have the space to think. They, there can, they cannot be nuanced because how could you have nuance in something so terrible? But it, it like to be human yeah. is to have nuance, <laughs> and so, so like, so I think that that sort of extreme rhetoric, and I, I would call it extreme that extreme rhetoric where things it's are like, it's pretty uh, military. Yeah, yeah, it's things that are, things are always and only explicitly right or always and only explicitly wrong is part of what causes the issue when outrage occurs. No one ever sits down and, and wants to like have a conversation. And I guess I'm being extreme and saying no one, but like people tend to not want to sit down and have this conversation about, well, or seek to understand like where they were coming from. And I'm clearly not talking about obvious shit like right. pedophilia, but what, you know, but like, you know, we, we, we find it difficult to have conversations now because we're so afraid to act, to say, eh, I don't really agree about it with but that. But I feel like people will, um, I think people do, I just think they don't do it in public. You know what I'm saying? Because like, even to go back to that politician uh, so box real quick, a lot of them are cool behind scenes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like a WWF match. Like, they get us so worked up. You know what I'm saying? Whole time they cool. Exactly. Like, yeah. as you see Camilla Harris and uh, Lindsay up the joint fist bumping, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, right. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Republicans and Democrats be mad cool. It's, uh, it's, a, lot, it's, it's a lot of political the theater. I think Kamala Harris is very hot. That's true. Yeah. But you should not reduce you know, reduce women to their physical attributes. <laughs> Do you want to be canceled, sir? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll, I'll go on the chopping block to say that Camilla Harris is hot. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> podcast, no longer. <laughs> so what's the what's, what's what's the moral of the story and the takeaway from all of this? We're not perfect, man. Like get over it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're gonna say stupid shit. We're gonna and and. and 
I didn't realize until I just said it. We got to stop letting the influence of society saying that this is right and this is wrong. And the person that is wrong, you, you dead them. You can't have anything to do right. with them. Instead right. exactly. of saying, you know, hey, maybe that wasn't cool. And then they'll, maybe they'll be like, you're right, I apologize. Right. All right, good people. We have had quite the conversation about some interesting this topics. This is real. This was a real one. We, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys had plenty of libations. Um, but until the next time, we appreciate you, beer planners, and we'll see you later. Peace. <laughs>